Hello, and welcome to the Claim It podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. On this podcast, I either have conversations with people intrigue and inspire me, or I have a conversation with myself. <laughs> a solo episode, which is what we have today. Either way, whether I'm with a guest or on my own, the intention is that I hope that what I share, what my guest shares, helps you to see your life differently, to give yourself compassion, to get out of your own way, to be gentler with yourself, and also push yourself to um, to look deeper within, in in your own thoughts, in your own heart, and and outside of yourself, because you are amazing. You are worthy, you are enough, and I want you to claim those things for yourself right now. The name of the podcast is Claim It because I believe so often we are putting these feelings, we're chasing them outside of us, like, oh, I'll be enough once I lose the 15 pounds, once I have this job, once I have this much money, then I'll be worthy, successful, fulfilled, et cetera. And when you just keep chasing it and placing on an external thing, you often really will never feel it. You might feel it for an instant, but then you just keep pinning it on something else. So it's work. It's daily work. It's sometimes moment to moment work, but I want to remind you that you can claim it for yourself right now. And moving through your life from that place will help you become even more fulfilled, successful, worthy enough claiming that it, it already is yours. You already are that. All right. So today, you know, maybe you don't know, but I got a thing with word choice. Uh, I'm writing my first book about how eliminating the word should from my life shifted my life in so many ways and still does to this day. I took the word out of my vocabulary over 10 years ago, like seriously won't let myself say it. And because of that, it made me so present to what I was thinking, feeling, saying. So I'm able to tune in on some other words. And what what am I really saying by using that word? Uh, so a word that I recent in the, <laughs> realized, you know, was like, hmm, let's dig deeper, Tricia, in the last month was the use of the word weird. I caught myself and a friend, a client of several different people using just like, that's so weird. It's so weird. And seeing like, well, is it weird? Or like, what's behind the weird? So an example, a friend of mine, you know, was going through something with someone in their life, a relationship and you know, we were talking and I was there to support them and hear them out and also help them to hold space and compassion for this other person. Um, you know, and she would say, it's just so weird that they, you know, say this and they do this or it's just so weird. They're acting so weird. And because, you know, I know a lot about the situation from, well, I don't because I didn't live it, but from both their their sides. And I was like, well, like, is it really like weird? Or like, what do you mean by weird? You know, like, it sucks. Yeah, that they said something and then they didn't do it. That sucks. And that is out of integrity. And can you look at like, why? Oh, because, you know, like, they are afraid they are worried. They've got some childhood stuff that's holding them back. Like, 
we can throw it so weird around and it's sort of a way to not really dissect the situation and feel our own feelings like, oh, you know, you're hurt. You're feeling sad. You're feeling pain. But just saying it's so weird. And also let's see this other person. So dissecting her use of weird allowed her to feel deeper into what she was feeling and also allowed us to look at this other person's like side so we can hold space. And again, not to say that person acted right, but let's see some, have compassion around that, hold space to see there's something deeper beyond what happened or what didn't happen. I caught myself in my head being like, you know, I moved uh, back to the LA area just two months ago. So not long ago, I do have lots of friends that are scattered around different areas and one who I've known for a very long time um I've like seen her once and like they have a pool and I was feeling like like why have they not invited us over to use their pool (laughs) like that came up that was a real thought and I was like it's just so weird it's just so weird that she hasn't invited us over to use our pool like that's what I was feeling and so myself was like okay Trisha is it weird is it actually weird that they haven't invited you over to like swim in their pool let's look at like let's try to look at some facts or like maybe they're not even facts let's look deeper at this um their kids been in camp uh family was visiting husband was traveling like they had a lot on their plate and they also and when the house that we lived at we used our pool every day that's how we were they are people that don't swim in their pool every day and to me I'm like well that's weird but it's not weird because they're doing other things they've got camp they've got this they've got activities they got work right like their lives are different um so by me peeling back the layers on myself feeling like that's so weird was like oh I'm feeling like Deep down, I'm feeling questioning, does she not like me because they haven't invited me over to my friends? Like, it allowed me again to hold space for this person, look more at their own life. It's not weird. Like, they've just been busy. They also haven't invited, like, they haven't been even swimming in their own pool. <laughs> like, they're different than you. They don't swim in the pool every day, like you did at your house with the pool. And, you know, like, then looking at, oh, well, I'm feeling like left out. I'm feeling this. What is true? Is anybody like, you know, how can I connect with this person today? Uh, So removing the weird allowed me to look deeper into what is true. What am I making up? What am I really feeling here? Another example, someone uh, said they had good news, like amazing news. And I urged them to share this good news. And then they were like, why does it feel so weird to share good news? And I was like, well, that's, you know, a question for yourself. Like, and, and I said, you know, usually it has to do with self-worth. You know, you, you feel like you're afraid to share new again. Also, what does weird mean? Right. So look beyond the weird. What does weird mean? If you, why does it feel weird to share, you know, is it again, is that fear? Is that doubt? What actually is this weird 
feeling. So, you know, like, is it a fear of I'm not worthy of this? And so I'm afraid I'm not worthy of this. So I'm afraid of sharing my good news because I'm afraid everyone else is going to think she's not worthy of this. Or they're going to be like, well, how did you get that? They're going to like, you can't just have good fortune. Someone just gifted you something like what, why that it's this fear of not being accepted. It's a fear of not being enough, a fear of not being worthy could be. So these are the other things that could be. It also could be that, you know, you're not used to people holding space for your joy. If you listen to my, oh, I don't think this was a solo episode. I did an episode of the Divorce Doctors podcast talking about my relationship transition. And um, I talked about this in there that like, yeah, my partner really wasn't able to hold space for my joy. And that really was soul crushing. Um, I'll link to that podcast episode. Uh, with the hopes that it helps anyone out there. It was a very vulnerable conversation. <laughs> um, so that's also like, we can feel, it's possible to feel uneasy. <laughs> I'm using uneasy instead of weird. Hesitant, reluctant, afraid to share good news because we don't have a history of people celebrating us. And, you know, that's kind of what I, I have. I have that, that, um, I have a, a lot of love in my life. Um, but my, I don't remember really feeling like celebrated or congratulated. It was just like, uh-huh, good job. And then like, keep going. And even though I can feel that I was loved, that it was, uh, I don't, you know, like, yeah, it's different. Like, I don't really feel like I have very good memories of being celebrated. And so that can then make me, you, hesitant to share good news. And I shared a reel a couple months back, like saying like, <laughs> hey, you don't have to share your good news with people. The people that don't have space for it, don't share it with them. That's because, yeah, I felt that. Like, if it doesn't feel good to share your good news with someone, like that has something to do probably with them, that they just don't have the space for the good news, that they don't have the space to hold for their own joy. So they don't have it for yours, you either, even if they love you, respect you so much. It's something in their own wiring. So those were the three main examples <laughs> that came up for me recently of looking beyond the use of the word weird. So I'm hoping you all will start to pay more attention in your own life when you want to say, that's so weird. That's so weird. What's beyond the weird? That's so, you know, like, yeah, some things are weird. <laughs> Not saying you can never use the word weird, but like, where could you be using weird to uncover, to like cover up so that you don't really have to look deeper in your own feelings and also what could be going on on the other side of the street for that person. And it, again, it doesn't mean like that person acted in the right or whatever, but it's just sorting allowing to hold space and compassion. And it also can get you to be like, oh, if I really, you know, like am hurt by my friend, like maybe I felt like it was weird she didn't invite me over because I was seeing her invite other people over. That's not what happened. But it could then make me get clear on, well, why don't I say, hey, we would love to come swing. Is there a reason you haven't asked us over? Like to get clear on that or to say, maybe I don't want to put so much time and attention on this relationship that feels, quote, weird, <laughs> that feels confusing, that feels heavy, that feels conflicted, you know? Um, but that wasn't my case with this, this relationship and this friendship. But so that's my tip. 
that's my that's my my uh, my share for this week is to look beyond your use of the word weird. What are you really feeling? What could be possible for that other person? And again, hoping to come from it from this place then gives you a different area to maybe have a conversation with someone, to see things a different way, to meet yourself and other people with more compassion and more love. I hope that was helpful. Um, I've been saying for a while, and it's really going to come, putting my head down this week and plotting out this new intimate group coaching program. Um, I see it as running for three months that we meet every week, maybe in, and then maybe twice a week, or maybe that's just other weeks. There'll also be like implementation time to meet up that's optional. So that each week we're going to be looking at different areas of our lives. And I want each person to participate. Again, this is going to be an intimate group. It's like my one-on-one coaching in a group. And um, I will have focuses for each week, but then the participation. So the workspace time each week too, that'll be a second time. I'm thinking like early in the week on a Monday and Tuesday, we have a 90 minute call. That's giving you time for again, for like one-on-one time in the call. But then a second time in the week would be, you know, just maybe even 30 minutes of coming together. And it might be, I'm just saying you get to show up, but like to give yourself that time, maybe it's because that during that time you sit down and you journal and you think about, you get into action about like what we actually are working on. So give you the space to look within, to speak up, to get support and also the space to actually do the work. And we're also going to have a private Voxer group, which if you don't know Voxer, it's like this audio, like radio, like messaging, like voice messaging program. And I love it. So I'll be able to drop in, you know, every day and give you a little like, Hey, this, whatever. And pep talk, you can like send back your messages to the group of what's coming up for you, what you're working on, et cetera. That's how it's shaping up to be. So again, send me an email, yourjoyologist at yourjoyologist.com. You can hit the like email me button on my site or on my Instagram. If you are like, oh, I definitely want to be one of the first people to know this. Because again, it's going to be intimate, not going to be many people. So we'll see. Um, Let me know if you're even like, if you're like, well, I don't really know. I need more information. Obviously, if you email me, it doesn't mean you're in. It's just that I'm going to make sure to send you the information as soon as I actually have it written down and not just inside my head. All right. Um, I I do have one spot for one-on-one coaching coming up and I don't know how long I will offer one-on-one coaching. I don't do it year round, but there's that. Of course, check out my product line, especially the daily intention and connection journal. I've got a couple water bottles, not a couple. I have a good amount of water bottles left, but only like one or two of each like color. So that's why I meant by a couple. Check out my daily inspiration app. It's called Own Your Awesome in the app stores. And again, claim your joy, claim your worth, claim your worth, claim your worth, (laughs) claim your worth (laughs) right now.